0: Hey everybody, welcome to Taylor's Place. I am so excited because this is my first full episode and you're gonna be hearing this on my birthday and it's early in the morning, it's raining right now and this is just perfect to me. I just feel so relaxed and I just feel like I should record at the moment. But for my first episode of Taylor's Place, I'm going to be discussing 23 blessings and lessons to celebrate my birthday. And so I believe that every lesson in life is a blessing because I'm a natural lover of learning. And I just love to pay attention to the things around me to take from my experiences and just grow from them. Whether that's showing me what I like, what I want to accept, or just more about who I am as a person. And so this episode, you'll learn a lot more about me, about how I view the world, about some things that I've learned along the way. And hopefully some of these things resonate with you. Hopefully we can feel connected in our human experience. And so this podcast is all about building community, not just me sharing how I feel and sharing my thoughts. Of course, that's going to be what this podcast is, but the purpose of it is to build community. So I want to make sure that I'm sharing, sharing things with purpose and I would love to hear some feedback from you all once you listen to it. And I would love to hear about your journeys. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with the first blessing on my list. Number one, everything in life requires sacrifice. Now I just want to pause because I want you to take some time to think about that. Everything in life requires sacrifice. Now, this could be sacrifice made by you or someone who loves you or someone who came before you. But once you start living in a mindset of knowing that the reason why you are where you are today is because some sacrifice was made by you or on your behalf. You will live with more gratitude and be more humble. And I think you will be more accepting of making sacrifices for the things that you claim to desire. Now, for myself, I've had to tell myself do you really value what you say you value? Do you really want what you say you want? If you aren't truly willing to make the sacrifices to get those things that you claim you want, if you aren't willing to sacrifice some junk food, do you really want to be healthy? If you aren't willing to sacrifice some of your negative characteristics for spiritual growth or growth in relationships with others, do you truly want that for yourself? If you aren't willing to sacrifice, maybe, let's say, a night out, money, time, energy, if you aren't willing to sacrifice those things for a future that you're trying to build, do you really want that future? So everything in life requires some sort of sacrifice. And number two relates to number one. Number two is sacrifice does not have to be hard. Life is full of trade-offs, so we don't we don't just get anything by doing nothing. Faith without works is dead. You still have to give something on your end. Now some things are just bless- are just blessings that come from grace. But a lot a lot of life Especially in this, in this worldly sense, it's a trade-off to really thrive here on this earth. Things have to be traded. It's a barter system, whether you're trading your energy or you're trading an actual item or your intellectual property. Sacrifices don't have to be hard, but sacrificing is a way of life. So if you live with a sense of entitlement, it's going to be really hard for you to wrap your hand around, your head around not getting certain things. Or you will feel like, oh, I'm supposed to have this because the next person has this. or But you don't know what sacrifices that person made. And sacrifices, making sacrifices, will get easier as you become used to them. And in another sense, sacrifices don't have to be hard if what you really desire is truly what you desire. So what you want is truly worth it to you. Some sacrifices will seem small in comparison to what your goal is at the end of the day. So they don't have to be hard. And the more you're used to the thought that you have to work for what you want, the easier it will be to make those sacrifices. And the more you put that in practice, the more you will be used to working for what you want, working and praying for what you want. Number three. My number three lesson (laughs) is self first, not others. And some people might think that this sounds very selfish, but it's actually not. I was one of the people who used to think that, nope, it's always going to be about someone else before it's about me. That could be the case. That could be the ultimate meaning of it. But to get to that point, you have to put yourself first and not other people. So you have to take care of yourself so that you can properly thrive and fulfill your purpose and do the things that you were put here to do before you can go out there and serve others. If you don't take care of yourself, you won't have the mental clarity. You won't have the physical strength and health, the mental strength and health to go out there and do the work that you should be doing in this world. So yes, self first, not others. And it also works in the way if you're having conflict with someone else. Look at yourself first. Make sure you check the box with all of those expectations that you have. Make sure you check all of those boxes with yourself before you go and accuse someone else or, or feel offended by something that someone else does or says. Make sure you're living up to your own expectations. So always go back and self-reflect before you come to that next person about how they offended you. Because sometimes we don't have a true reason to be offended. Especially when we don't live up to those expectations that we've set ourselves. Now, number four is everything happens for a reason, even though we may never know or be clear on what that reason is. I know that not everybody disagrees with this. It's easy to live in a mindset of life is just messed up. Nothing is connected. But our paths are connected in some way. People are meant to be connected with other people, whether that's through happiness and joy and sometimes those connections happen through tragedy. Now, when I look at the things that I've gone through and the path that my life has traveled all the way from birth, I can say that me, then given the parents that I was given, really molded me into who I am today. And no matter how difficult the path of going through life and growing up was for me, especially emotionally and mentally, I have faith that all of that happened for a reason, even though I don't know what their reason was for every single thing in my life. But if you really just sit back and observe your life and and what has gone on in your life, just think about how many people you wouldn't have connected with if your life didn't go a certain way. Or if your life would have went the way that you thought it should. What type of person would you be if you didn't go through the things that you go through? And so I'm grateful for my life and for the things that have happened in my life. Even though there are some things that have brought so much sorrow that have happened in my life. I still feel grateful because I know that I wouldn't be where I am today with without those things happening in my life. I know for sure I wouldn't be as mature or as... Connected with myself if certain things didn't happen. And I don't seek that reason. I don't seek the reason why things happen. The why is revealed to me. It's revealed to me just as I continue to live my life without having regrets or without living in a victimized place. Things don't just happen to us. We experience these things. Don't just let things <laughs> Don't just let things pass you by. Don't be passive in your own life, but just be fully connected to what's going on around you. And you'll see that there's a reason behind what you went through. Just pay attention. The next one is to listen. This is number five. So scientifically, of course, sound is made, is created by sound waves. And I'm bringing it up to say that for me, listening involves multiple senses, not just hearing. When I'm truly listening, I feel something inside When I'm listening to someone speak, if they're telling me a story, I feel something inside. If they're telling me something exciting or happy that has happened to them, I feel their joy inside of me. Now, everybody might not understand that. But when I listen to others or listen to nature, listen to music, it connects me to that. I feel it. I feel it in my body truly. Whether whether it's good or bad. Um from a young age, they used to take us on field trips to see the Memphis Symphony Orchestra. I'm in third grade, third fourth grade. It's nowhere is going on in its music. <laughs> Nothing. I just I feel the music. I feel the vibrations. I feel the story that is being told. I feel the art. I can go hear live music like that. I can go hear people sing and it brings me to tears because it activates something inside of me when I truly listen. Listen. Right now, as it's raining and I hear birds chirping, it wakes me up. It livens me up because I'm listening. And when we listen, you shouldn't just hear noises when you listen. You should feel whatever it is that you're listening to. So I know a lot of people are very visual. A lot of people feel something when they see things. Like if you see a a picture of someone who got into a horrific accident or you just see blood and gore or something like that. Or you see a motherless child or anything like that. You feel that based on what you see. But the same thing can happen when you, act, when you listen. So if you don't feel anything, if you never feel anything when you listen, just pause. Just pause. Just pause this podcast even. Go outside and listen. Whether you live in a city or the country, you'll hear things around you that tell a story. You'll feel a sense of connection to the world if you just pause, stop, and listen. Listening is not just hearing. Hearing. It involves other senses. It taps into our entire being. And I know that I'm not the only one. I'm going to use this example for my music lovers. When you hear a song, you create a video. Don't you create a video in your head? Or do you just let the words go right through you? So and that's an example of what sitting there listening can do for you, how it can be connected to other senses. You ever heard a song and it makes you just cry or it makes you just smile? That's proof of how listening can affect you internally. Now, Some people talk about eye gates, but we also have ear gates too. So if you know that you are a person who connects through listening, you have to guard what you listen to on a regular basis. Because if you listen to if you listen to things full of negativity or things that draw you to be greedy or lustful all the time, things like that, then you can internalize that if that's what you practice on a regular. So listen, but listen with care. All right, everybody. So we're going to pause for a quick ad break. I hope you enjoy learning about who's sponsoring this episode of Taylor's Place. So let's give it a listen. Wow. So we are already at number five. I did not anticipate it being this long, so I have decided to split this segment of me expressing 23 blessings and lessons um, into three different parts. So this first part is just about general lessons that I've learned, and then I will have a part two about my health and a part three. Related to time, money, and energy. So I'm going to finish this off with four more blessings and lessons. And so let's begin with number six. Number six is you can't act solely off of emotion. Now, this may sound like common sense to people but you will really be surprised how many people move in this world and feel justified by the things they do, right or wrong, based off of how they feel. Yes, we're supposed to feel our feelings. We're supposed to express how we feel openly, in my opinion, but you can't make decisions or treat people based solely off of emotions solely off of how you feel because your emotions can empower you, but using your emotions in the wrong way can also weaken you as an individual. So make sure you just practice the things that you want for yourself. If you're serious about having reciprocal relationships that are positive or serious about having the type of energy around you where people aren't just trying to do for themselves or use you as a climbing tool. You have to be serious about that yourself first before you can receive that. So don't use your emotions as a crutch. Just because you are stubborn or you are upset or you are very happy <laughs> doesn't mean that you can make decisions off of those emotions only. We have to add some logic to what we're doing in life because your emotions can lead you astray in some cases. It's a reason why we have a heart, a brain, and a gut. It's a reason why we have all of these different body parts, all of these different parts of our being, So that we can be whole. All things work together. Everything. So sometimes we need to check those emotions. And this type of understanding comes with maturity and having people around you who hold you accountable for what you do and say. Number seven is people will always fail you. So don't put all of your hope into people. And what I mean by this is that people can disappoint you no matter how much you love and adore them. People can disappoint. And that's just how life is. So it's okay. And it's healthy to have expectations of others, but don't hold on so tight to those expectations that you have that you forget someone is human. So be gracious. Truly think about how You are expressing your love for someone. Because if you treat someone like they aren't a person and put them in an only certain pedestal, then you dehumanize them by putting all of your faith in them. Nobody is responsible for rescuing you or fulfilling your every single need. Yes, we do have people in this world who should help improve our lives. And are a part of how we do things in our life. But you have to understand that people will always fail you. At some point, you will be disappointed by a person. No matter how highly you think of them. So don't be upset or be mean. Or be be bitter or unforgiving towards people. Because we all mess up. We're all... Humans. Now, number eight is true love is unconditional. Now, some people may disagree with me about this, but just hear me out, just hear me out. So I believe that our like for people is based on conditions, but not love, because loving others should not be self-serving in the first place. If you truly love someone, it's an expression. Of how you feel within based on who another person is on the outside. How they show you their inside on the outside. So if you truly love someone, I don't think you ever stop loving people that you truly love. Even though it's that you have to love from a distance because of whatever reason. You don't truly stop loving those people because... you love them in the first place. Now, I do believe, I do believe in First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, where it says, Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So I believe that true love is unconditional and it's everlasting. But we can start to dislike people or just disassociate ourselves. We don't have to hold on to every relationship or every person that we love. We don't have to be in communication with every person that we love, but we could still act in love towards those people. So that is why I believe that true love is unconditional. And number nine, my last blessing and lesson for today is there are people like you, but no one is you. So this kind of goes back a while ago from when I was younger And I was the type of kid that was a floater. And so I don't remember where I got this term from, probably some book or movie that I saw or read during my adolescence. And what it meant to be a floater was that I didn't have just one solidified friend group. I had people that that I was friends with, individuals. But I just didn't have a crew. I was never the clicky type of person. And I used to think something was wrong with me because I didn't have a click. Now, I had to learn that nothing is wrong with you not having a whole gang of people around you. You don't have to have people that you dressed alike, people that you think exactly alike, people that talk like you, walk like you, act like you, you don't have to be a part of anybody's clique because you were made uniquely to be who you are. And the people who are meant to be in your life, the people who are meant to make up your circle will naturally gravitate towards you for who you are. So I've never been someone who, who faked it. I never faked it, even though um, as a child I did feel some type of sense of loneliness because I didn't have that set click. But I always found value and knew that there was value in me being myself. And I was created as myself. No one else was created as I am. And that's something that holds me throughout life. Because it's easy to want to be a part of something. I love community building, but you have to find peace in your own presence. So you don't need a clique of people. You don't have to travel in pack. In a pack, it's the difference we have in that community. And then just feeling like you have to belong to a group. So embrace your uniqueness. Enjoy your uniqueness. And don't try to fit into what anybody tells you that you have to be. Now, going back to that community point, though. It's important that you are intentional about. The people you let around you and the boundaries you set, all while trying not to make things be so forced. You have to let things flow naturally, but at the same time, you have to be honest with yourself and know yourself well enough to where those boundaries will be natural for you. And if you don't have boundaries, be honest about that, too, because you won't be fooling anybody because your actions will show where your boundaries lie. And I know this kind of ended up going to another point, but this is <laughs> this is a part of why it's important to embrace who you are as a person so you can form that proper community that will help you thrive and grow. People will naturally gravitate towards your life. People come in and out of your life for a reason. So just pay attention to things. Pay attention to all of your experiences. I've always been like, what can I gain from this? What do I know better from this experience now? Even from just watching things growing up. Oh, I see these grown folks doing this. I already know that ain't right because that don't make me feel good. So what can I learn from this that I don't want to do and don't want to implement? So just like as children, we can watch that and either think that what we see is acceptable or know that what we see or experience is not acceptable and that you want more for yourself. So that's the same type of attitude and mindset that we should carry into our adulthood so that we can keep improving ourselves. You are you and there is no one like you, but you can always be a better version of yourself. And to add to that, give grace to others because everyone does not think about you. Think, think the same way that you think. Don't assume that just because you would treat somebody a certain way that they automatically know how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. But you teach them through how you are as a person. You teach them through your own being. So give people grace. Don't get on don't get on their level, whatever you think that may be or whatever that means to you. You don't have to adopt somebody else's personal characteristics, even if you're having conflict with someone, but just be true to your own being and it will carry you very far I hope that you all have enjoyed this first full episode of Taylor's Place. And I just want to say that, of course, I fumbled over some words in this. My intention is not to create some type of perfected piece, but to build community through conversation authentic conversation and just be real about who I am as a person and even get some messages from you all and sometime soon I will be sharing that link so you can send me voice recordings if you would like and I can include some of those in episodes especially if we're doing a series about something later on. Now this first first full episode is called More Life Part 1 and don't forget that More Life Part 2 is going to be about health. And More Life Part 3 is going to be focused on time, money, and energy. Both of those will have seven tips each. So that we can continue to celebrate my 23 blessings and lessons during this season. And so as those come out, you will be notified. But in the meantime, stay connected with me. Stay connected with the community on Instagram at Taylor's Place. And so I'll include the name inside um, of the description of this episode and the description of the podcast so that you can stay connected. And feel free, shoot me a message on there. Start conversations in the comment section so that it can be an open discussion with the community that we're building. And also, I want to give a shout out to my girl, Kylie. So I started listening to her podcast, Home Girl Healing, and That's what really kind of inspired me. I always knew that I wanted to start something similar, whether it was YouTube or a podcast, but I think this podcast thing is more so my speed for now and just creating content that I can put on Instagram to connect with you all. But I just want to give a shout out to Kylie. Check out her podcast, Home Girl Healing. It's all about spirituality. So if you're into elevating or looking for different methods of connecting to spirit, then watch, not watch, it's a podcast. Listen and check out Kylie's podcast, Home Girl Healing. I just appreciate you all so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming to Taylor's place. Come on and go with me. Come on over to my place. See, that's what I've been saying to myself the whole time. But y'all get the gist. I hope to see y'all again. We'll hear from y'all soon. Thank you.